Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on self-control. Let's do this. Welcome to a new episode, and I just I want to say thanks for um, the awesome reviews you guys are leaving on iTunes and some really encouraging remarks. I, I really appreciate that. Today, especially in regards to recent events, I want to talk about self-control. And if we can practice good self-control in kind of our own daily habits, and then we can better become masters of ourselves when unexpected events happen. And really, we have no control over unexpected events. They're unexpected. All we really have control over is ourselves. And without getting too political, the truth is about half of the population thought the results were unexpected. And I think that would have been true no matter who won. And whether or not your candidate won, if you focus on yourself on becoming a better person, that is how you can contribute to creating a better country. And becoming a better person and striving for a better country involves self-control and practice in moderation, which I'll talk about here in a second. But for now, do you find yourself in unhealthy patterns? And these unhealthy patterns create bad habits. And, and these, these patterns become so ingrained, uh, much like we've talked about in the neural pathways in our brain, the ways of thinking we've been talking about. But these have become so ingrained that these patterns we've repeated so much become this trench that we get stuck in. We become lulled in and almost fall asleep to the fact that we are doing them over and over again. And we can become so discouraged, but self-control is unhealthy when we try to shame ourselves out of that pit. And really, that is often just ineffective. Making change from these patterns, these trenches we get stuck in, is hard. Um, I would recommend starting by what my friend calls um, practicing moderation. He tells a story where, I mean, he's a he's a pretty busy guy and uh, finds himself rushing around trying to make it to meetings. And he sometimes makes intentional decisions to get behind the slow car so that he can slow down his mind, slow down his breathing and, and go at a normal pace. He says this is practicing moderation. And he finds that he really doesn't get to where he's going much slower, but he's a better version of himself when he gets there. For me, I give my phone too much of my attention, and I'm even on it while watching TV, and I have to ask my wife a question that she was just surprised to hear that I missed some simple information. Or even while I'm brushing my teeth, when I am on my phone, I am not truly present. My attention is divided up, and I become lulled to the present moment. I, be, I fall asleep to it. This morning, I practiced moderation. When I was brushing my teeth, I was brushing my teeth. When I was meditating, I was meditating. I gave myself a couple minutes to check my phone, and then I went on to outline this episode. And I had a much more fulfilling morning. I, I felt more focused. Choose to practice moderation because it's, it's not a huge commitment. All you're saying is, I'm going to try it, something a little different this one time. And maybe tomorrow I'll go back to the way I was doing things. But this one time, I'm making a change. And we, when we do that, we, we make a little disruption in our brain. It takes us out of our routine. For instance, for me, when at a restaurant where we sit down, they ask for drinks and I, you know, I want a Coke. 
But just this one time, I'm going to choose water, and it's almost as if my brain wakes up because I'm choosing something different. I'm not choosing the pattern that's ingrained, but I'm choosing to go against the grain. And then after that, since you've only committed this one time, you ask yourself, how do you feel? Do you feel good? Are you feeling proud of yourself? Well, okay, maybe I'll do it tomorrow, but I'll make that decision when I, when I get there. This, my friends, is practicing moderation. After dinner, I'll have two Oreos instead of three. Tonight, I choose one beer instead of two. We're not making any big commitment here. We're practicing something small. And this will give you a taste of what self-control is over some areas that you want self-control. It's the difference of, you know, if you're wanting to lose weight, to say, I need to lose 50 pounds. How am I going to get rid of all of this? Versus the question, can I become willing to lose all of this? It's a much more attainable question. Can I become willing? Well, test it out. Practice moderation. For me, I, I do have a, a weight loss goal. And for the next year, I've decided to lose half a pound a week. And I said, you know what? I will try it for a couple weeks and see if it works. And that worked. I just practiced. It was easy goal to meet. And if it was going to be difficult, then I wasn't going to keep going with it. But it seemed very attainable. So I've, I've kept going. And over two months, I've lost almost 10 pounds. I'm finding that I'm gaining self-control over my weight because I made it easy on myself. And in doing so, in consistently weighing myself, I'm becoming more mindful of the things that I eat. And so today I chose not to drink pop. And tomorrow I'm going to cut down on an Oreo. And the next day I'll leave a bite of my meal left. Practicing moderation makes gaining self-control feasible. What you begin to do is create a habit of saying no with a bigger yes in mind. I'd really like that Oreo. But my bigger yes is I have goals to meet. And this week I can attain it. This quote by Edmund Burke really works well here. Nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could do only a little. Friends, do a little because a little is something. Gain back a little self-control. Don't ask the impossible question of how can I do this big thing. Ask the more possible question of can I be willing to let some things go. Then practice it and ask yourself how do I feel? Who do I want to become? And at the end of each episode, we go back to that question. Who do we want to become? And the truth is, we don't want to be held back by the negative narratives that have been told to us. So we choose to do something different. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we decide to make some change by introducing a different story, a different narrative, something that contradicts the negative narratives that have been told to us or we have told ourselves. And we do this, we look at ourselves a reflection, and when you find a reflection of yourself today, will you say this, will you repeat this positive mantra or affirmation to yourself and slowly begin to rewire your brain to think these positive things about yourself? And today's is this. Today I can make a small change that pushes me in the direction of who I want to become. That's the question we want to ask ourselves, especially in uncertain times. We are not disconnected from our future selves. What we do today determines who we are becoming. The direction you are going is where you'll end up. If we don't make any sort of subtle change from that, we'll reach a place tomorrow we don't want to be today. But as we learn today, subtle change is easy. Give yourself some grace 
practice moderation. Try small things. Ask yourself, how do I feel? Can I do this again? Who do I want to become? It starts with you. you.